Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. Hey, it's Kim. Just popping in like I'd like to do to say thanks for listening, sharing, and reviewing the show. You guys are so awesome. Sharing the show just takes a minute. So if you can just pause right now and share the show again from wherever you're listening, we would love that. We're an independent podcast, so the best way to get the word out is with your help. And you're doing such a great job. Keep up the good work. Everyone tells lies sometimes, right? We all have those moments where it just seems easier to lie than tell the truth, especially if it doesn't hurt anyone. Our stories today are about lies told to get ourselves out of something. First, Tammy is trapped on a blind date that just won't end. So, she invents a lie so big she's sure he won't believe it. But he does. And maybe a little too much, as she finds out later. Then in our second story, Carrie shares the joys of living in a condo with a homeowners association and their rules and what happens when the power goes to their head and they come down hard on Carrie and her husband Jack. Jack was a retired homicide detective with only two unsolved cases to his name. Let's just say the HOA chose the wrong people to drag into their kangaroo court. Stay with us. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, as always, this episode includes swear words. Tammy thinks she's meeting Barney, who's looking for his Wilma on her blind date, but that's not what happens at all. And after listening to a long and boring discussion about James Taylor, she just wants to get the hell out of there. So she tells a little lie. My friend Hannah and I used to read the Chicago Reader um, classified ads for like man-seeking women. And um, we would find our favorite ones. And then we would go on the party line to call to listen to their message. And we would leave goofy messages and sometimes like get callbacks and you know the other one would be secretly listening in to see what the other one said and we would like sit there then and like later and then like laugh our butts off so one time though um this one guy he was uh barney's searching for his wilma so we left a message because we thought that was pretty funny and (laughs) the rest of him sounded okay well hannah had set up the blind date for her but had to cancel, so she gave him my information. So him and I decided to go to, like meet for happy hour, thinking he was thinking I was Hannah. First of all, like he was dressed like Jughead, not Barney Rubble, and um, <laughs> and all he did was talk about James Taylor. And I don't have any problems with James Taylor, but like, oh my gosh, this was like now an hour about like. Everything having to do with like how he went to like every concert he could and just like every song. My mind was going off to like faraway places and I couldn't take it anymore. 
I'm sitting there and I can't drink another drink. There's nothing for me to munch on. I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hangry and irritated, especially listening about James Taylor. So I tried everything and he wasn't getting the hint that I needed to leave or that I wanted to leave. So I finally, I was like, my glass eye is gritty and I need to get go home and clean it. I forgot my solution. And I was really good at being able to like make it look like I was taking out my like eye and really creeping people out. So he starts really like looking seriously concerned. And I was, he's like, wow, I couldn't even tell you had a glass eye. And I made up this whole crazy elaborate story about how I had to get one when I was little. Um, and I've had to go back to the artist over the years to adjust the sizing. And that there was this really awesome glass eye artist in California that I went to that matched it like perfectly. Wow. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he starts asking me crazy questions and I don't really have a glass eye. So I was just making stuff up. And I was like, yeah, I went to training to learn how to move them like correctly. Like, I don't even know. I was pulling stuff out of my like, but at this, at this point. And so I was like, really, it's really beginning to bother me. I need to go. I was like, and, and I was like, I would use the, the water glass or go in the bathroom or something, but the solution's not right. It needs to have like a little bit of salt or saline in it. And otherwise it just makes my socket really dry. And um, so it must've been enough to like <laughs> think that I was telling the truth. So like, I like, just like, I, I just left. And so like years later, I kid you not, I'm at a local coffee shop and I see on the front of the Tribune a story about this glass eye artist in California. You know, so many people from Chicagoland traveled to to get glass eyes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot this guy was a writer. Like, I wonder. <laughs> oh, it wasn't him, was it? I don't but know. Did he write the article? <laughs> That's the, I mean, I still wonder this day because I all we referred to him was was Jughead. Like I can't even remember his name. Carrie and her late husband Jack accidentally left their door open too long as they were moving things out of their condo, and now all hell has broken loose with the homeowners association. What do they decide to do about it? they decide to lie. So the first one is about the time that we got hauled into kangaroo court because when we lived in Minneapolis, you know, we lived in a high-rise condo downtown because you have a homeowners association. Yes. Uh-huh. And um, the homeowners association, as it seems to be ha happening all over the country with these kind of things, is a wee tiny little bit of power corrupts yep, absolutely. To, yes, exactly. <laughs> goes to people's heads. Like, oh my God, our homeowners association didn't really like Jack <laughs> because he, he would actually come to the meetings. Right, and he probably called, said it like it was. And and yeah, he would get up there and go, what the hell, you just, you, you're spending $20,000 on what? And nobody else would stand up to him or speak out. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. and, and Jack didn't. And he right. actually would go to the meetings and go, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Basically. <laughs> right. And so one day we get a letter in the mail from the HOA thing saying that we are required to appear at a special meeting because a complaint had been lodged about us leaving our door open. Huh? Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to have the door to your condo open. Oh. Yeah, because why not have incredibly stupid 
unfriendly rules. So we're like, what the hell are they talking about? And it had a date and a time on it. It was like three weeks earlier, and it was like 8.20 in the morning or something like that. And we're like, okay, first of all, how the hell are we supposed to know what happened three weeks earlier? And that would be right. It's like, okay, that's when Jack would be taking me to work because I had the restaurant, and I had to, you know, get up and go there at like 8 o'clock every morning because fun. But so anyway, we're like, we wouldn't even have been home. There's just doesn't make any sense. Oh, how, we, who remembers what happened on that Tuesday, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So we figure, okay, well, we have to go to this meeting and defend ourselves, you know. <laughs> you, this is trouble already, I can tell. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to go meet with these dickheads. And we know they're dickheads because we know them. And, you know, they're, they're, they're nobody special, you know. It's not like you're, you're, you're not Lord on high wearing little curly white wigs or anything, you know. <laughs> so... Here's, here's the best way to handle oh this. Oh, my God. We're going to go there, and we're just going to lie. But let's have a little fun with it. <laughs> oh, you guys are terrible. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, we're like Another true this. confession on how it helps. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, we're like, let's just go there and lie our asses off. <laughs> <laughs> a former cop and my sister. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So we go there and we do, you know, <laughs> we're just like, we have no idea what you're talking about that morning. We were not even home. We'd left at seven o'clock in the morning. We were down at the restaurant. Nobody was even there. There's no possible way that that door was open. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like, all right, well, we got the complaint that your door was open. And then, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right. We have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Even better. We have a DNA sample. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jack's just looking at And we're trying not to laugh our I mean, because seriously, not only did somebody come down our hall and, and take a picture and, of your and file a jar. Yeah. You know, they took fucking pictures. Yeah, right. Oh my <laughs> what god. What's wrong with you? I hope people? <laughs> Carrie and Jack cannot believe the big deal that's happened over leaving their door open. What will possibly happen next? Stay tuned after the break to find out. Hey, it's Kim, and I just want to say that the fact that you are listening just blows our minds. Thanks so much. I also wanted to ask you if you'd like to become a producer on the show. Yeah, you, a podcast producer. How do you do that? Well, you just hop over to patreon.com, search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here, and sign up to support us. There's all different levels over there with lots of fun perks. This is an independent podcast, so when you support us, you are truly helping to produce the show. And it's pretty cool to say that you're a podcast producer, right? Head to Patreon. Make it happen. The HOA is after Jack and Carrie for leaving their door open too long. But they might just have chosen the wrong couple to call into their kangaroo court. Back to our story. Oh, oh my what God. What is wrong with you I people? Hope <laughs> I hope time-stamped. Of course it was time-stamped. Oh. Not only time-stamped pictures, they've been blown up to 8, eight by 10. <laughs> like Exhibit A. Exactly. Oh, this is too much. Come on. This is like the Joe Friday at the guy. I'm like, they're just fucking with you now. 
And we asked them, we're like, what the hell? Oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard. And who is doing <laughs> We can't tell you who takes the pictures, but members <laughs> of the association do patrol the halls. Sure, everyone is in compliance. On a <laughs> we're like, are you out of your fucking mind? You do what? Because, <laughs> oh my God, Carrie. No, I'm so glad you got out of there. But so we're looking at the picture and we realized it was a day where I had ordered some mops of all things to take down to the restaurant. I, you know, they're, they come in a big long right, box. Right, right, right. We had it on a grocery cart and they were half in, half out the door because we're leaving. We're taking them down, right? Right. And some freaking busybody, and we did find out who it was, Yeah. Um, saw this and went, oh my God. Yeah, you know, they're moving was, something. What? Holy crap, they've got the door propped open with the shopping cart and took freaking pictures. God, <laughs> I'm telling it, you. Reported it. So we're like at this point, well, I guess you got us. I guess we did do that one day. We were moving things, obviously. So what happened then? Did you have to go to so, jail? Were you put in like the uh, elevator for four hours? We, we were put on probation. Well, what does that mean? They're going to kick you out of your they own building that you own? They dismissed us. You have been dismissed. <laughs> yes. We left the meeting. We got a letter a couple of days later. Well, obviously, no. since you were lying through your teeth, that was probably the first thing that was not in your favor. Well, but, you know, what was in our favor is that they were just freaking terrified of Jack. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> so we got a letter two days later telling us that we were on door probation. <laughs> like you can't use your door? <laughs> <laughs> through the window we had we were on six months probation and that if our door was found ajar again during that yeah. six that a fine would be levied i can't deal with this it's too <laughs> mental i know swear to god what do you do but laugh because no what do know. you do but tell the story on how in the hell did i get here because that's crazy <laughs> Jack, he, Jack got, he got called up again about a year later. He had to go to kangaroo court. Because, <laughs> well, someone claimed someone. that he used to go every morning um, down to the third floor to use the hot tub. There was a bathroom outside of where the little gym area was. Someone claimed that he was in there smoking. Oh, yeah. Which makes no sense. You know, you can, you can smoke in your own condo. Right, right. right. You so know. he's sneaking down to smoke in the bathroom. Right, have like a, a have a few puffs on his way back or down. I don't, I don't know. Right, but, but the the truth of the matter was is that he probably was smoking. Because <laughs> 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 he just he didn't give a goddamn about their rules, you know. He's probably going down to the hot tub and realized, whoa. I'm good. I need some bathroom time and not, not a second. You know, I'm going to be in there for, for a while. <laughs> right. I might as well have a smoke while I'm in there. What the hell? Let's see what they can do to me. We knew who was behind it, you know, because there was a busybody that worked in the building. who was all a snitching people off. He went back to kangaroo court and just laid into him, you know, completely denied, you know, that he done yes. anything of the sort and that he knew who it was. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? It was Mert. It was Mert. Oh. <laughs> it's good you guys got out of there. This could have gotten really weird, like even weirder. Yeah. He turned the whole thing around. 
I wasn't there for this one, but I wish I'd been there because Jack, he went in there and, you know, Jack, Jack had to testify in court all the time in real court. Right. Yes, of course. You know? I yeah. mean, he's he's an expert at testifying. He flips the whole thing around. He starts citing citations. <laughs> at these oh, they didn't have a chance. No. By, the time it was, by the time he got done with them and the smoking thing, they were apologizing to him. Yes. Well, that's like Jack and Jenny Vanuwaka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the two I, do not mess yeah. with them. Yeah, if we'd have ever le- unleashed those two together on any situation, yeah. God knows. Oh, we could have probably, you know, we probably should have unleashed them on something so we could mm-hmm. have something solved. <laughs> he had them apologizing and agreeing, you know, that they had to do something about Mert. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, By the time he was done with them, they were apologizing and please don't write letters to this, you know, person or that person and this will never happen again and we'll have a word with Mert. and. <laughs> <laughs> You guys must have had a good laugh that night. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, really, and it was. It was, you know, like you say with Jenny, it's like, yeah, you know, don't fuck with Jack, you know. Right. You get what you ask for. I mean, you get what you deserve if you bring this, start this. No matter, I mean, I don't care who you are. If you want to try it with Jack, I mean, he's going to be smarter than you. Right. He's going to be more articulate than you. Yeah. Arguing, I mean, the art of interrogation and arguing and, and testifying. Good luck. You know, what are you doing? Thanks so much for listening. Today's show was written, produced, and hosted by Kim A. Floden. In addition, we have producers who support the show financially via patreon.com and coffee.com, which is spelled ko-fi.com. You're invited to become a producer as well. We'll say your name here in the credits when you sign up to help. This week's show features our friend and storyteller, Tammy. Learn more about her at her website, a-grateful-life.com, and also from our sister, Carrie. Big thanks to both of them for their stories today. Also, a big thanks to our sponsor, The Coloring Book Coach, who recently started her own podcast called The Month Ahead, which is a monthly energetic report of what you can expect for each month. Check it out if you get a minute, and be sure to grab your free coloring book at thecoloringbookcoach.com. Our music comes from YouTube's Creator Library. The artist is Silent Partner, and our theme song is Seventh Floor Tango. Our ad music is Blue Skies. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the Hell Did I Get Here? You know what? I think like the one of the ones that's like my favorite is the one about a blind date um, where I had to escape by pretending my glass eye was gritty. <laughs> you had wait, it kind of you're, you had to escape by pretending what? My glass eye was gritty. <laughs> okay, so go for it. I'm gonna hear this. <laughs> <laughs>